It's my pleasure this morning to introduce our guest speaker, uh, Kevin Ubeline. Kevin Ubeline works at uh, the Alberta Investment Management Corporation as the Chief Executive Officer. And as you can imagine, uh, being CEO of a large uh, crown corporation as AIMCO, he's here with us this weekend despite his very busy schedule, and we thank him for that. Uh, Kevin and Laura have been doing a tremendous job uh, encouraging us and teaching us various aspects of how to improve our worship to God. And um, Kevin and Laura met uh, while singing at a chorus in, uh, at Harding University, and ever since then, uh, music and the tradition of a cappella worship have been a tremendous part of their, of, of their lives. And um, um, we just are really excited for them to uh, encourage us once again, and they have been amazing at uh, using their God-given skills to help uh, churches improve their worship. And I think one of the biggest things uh, with their success is their superb teamwork dynamic that enables them to be effective and the church to be uh, very at ease at uh, learning, uh, learning songs. So without further ado, I ask uh, Kevin to please come up and encourage us. Kevin. I just want to tell you that I've had, <clears throat> I've had such a blessing weekend. I, I think I speak for Laura as well. It has been a phenomenal weekend. When I landed here um, late on Friday, and uh, Jay picked me up, Jay and Linda picked me up, uh, they said, how are you feeling? I said, I need to have my cup filled. It was a tough week, very difficult week. And that's exactly what happened. Starting Saturday morning, really starting Friday night, just getting together again with friends. But then Saturday morning, we met with the, the elders and some of the song leaders. And then Saturday evening, we sang here together. And we just had such a remarkable time. Can someone turn my screen on now? It's got my theme. We had such a remarkable time. And I hope you folks had half as much uh, spiritual uplift as I had because if you had half as much then it was great for you because it was just exactly what I needed I'm not a professional speaker and this will become clear to you by the end of our time here together and soon we will have very non-professional slides as well one of the things that I when I was asked to come, I said, the song leading I can do, I can teach new songs. We can, I know we can have fun together because we've been doing this in Edmonton. And I have to tell you a dirty little secret. The Edmonton church is filled with just as much spirit as you, but they don't have as many good singers as you have. I hope I'm not insulting uh, the Johnsons who are here. Thank you so much for being here. But when I heard you folks sing last night, I was just so impressed and so blown away. But when they said, will you... Will you Say the lesson. Will you give the message on Sunday morning as well? We're going to get this to work eventually. I was daunted. I was, because uh, I don't do this very often. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're going to give, uh, we have a responsibility, it gives you a sleepless night, a sleepless night, or, or a sleepless night or two or three or four. And um, the truth, this is a true story. One night, I was not sleeping when I should have been sleeping. I was thinking about a lot of things, but I was also thinking about this lesson. And then an idea came in. In the middle of the night, you're thinking of all these ideas. You're not sure whether they're good ideas or not, but something locked in. And so I reached over to my notepad. I don't know if any of you do that. Reach over to your notepad in the middle of the night. My notepad is actually an Apple notepad. 
I don't know if any of you have this kind of a notepad. And I quickly typed it in. And Laura even said, what are you doing? I said, I, I had to write down something that I was thinking about. What did I write down on that, that iPhone in the middle of the night? I wrote down these two words, megaphones and smiles. And I'll be honest with you. I woke up. I said, I know that was brilliant. It was brilliant at 3 in the morning. So we're going to talk about megaphones and smiles. And it's all within the context of our song, Worship Together. Our worship together. And what is it? Why do we come together and why do we spend so much time trying to be better at singing? Why did we have over 100 people here on a Saturday night? A Saturday night when the Bombers were playing. And, and actually, it's the Bombers, right? And, and actually learn new songs. And it's because we care. It's because it's part of us. It's, it's written into our fabric. And I want to use the, these two words, megaphones and smiles, to help illustrate that. First, let's talk about megaphones. How do you like my, little, my smiling son with a megaphone? Everybody knows what a megaphone is, right? It's something that makes us, our, us louder. The first point I want to say is, as Christians, we need to praise God. It's, it's not an option. It's not a coulda, shoulda, woulda. It is a must. We need to praise God. And as a group, as a family together, this is the best way, I think, to praise God is by singing together. Not relying on someone to sing for us. Not relying on a performance. We have a desire to reach other people. We're, we're always asking ourselves, how can we reach e- each other? How can we encourage each other? How can we reach new people? And so taking something that is fundamental to what we believe and making it better, making it stronger, making it more powerful is going to allow us to reach more people. This is, frankly, not just a desire. This is also an imperative, right? And we we meet and we worry about how are we going to reach people. Not just people that are out on the street, but people that are already in here. How are we going to reach them? How How are we going to communicate with them? And this is one way that I think is very, very powerful. The third is, and this is where the megaphone comes in, we're always looking for ways to amplify ourselves. We're looking for ways to. If we can't be heard, if we can't amplify our voice, then we're not going to be powerful. We're not going to be effective. I drove up to your church for the first time on Saturday, and I saw your sign with the big red electric writing that goes by. This is one effort that you have to amplify your message. You've got a great website, by the way. That's another way to amplify your message. Boy, when three or four hundred of you come together and sing together, every one of your voices is joined together and you're amplified. You're amplified. Now, this is going to be a non-traditional sermon because we're going to take these messages and we're going to apply them to some of the songs that we are learning. I hope you'll bless me with your cooperation. I hope you'll forgive me if you don't think that sermons and songs should go together. We're going to do it one Sunday. So right now we're going to sing one of these new songs. Does everybody, everybody who was here last night, raise your hand. Good. Those of you who weren't here last night, lean into somebody who knows this song and we're going to have a great time with it. And by the way, tenors, who here are tenors? I know there's got to be more than one. There were a bunch last night. Okay, tenors, you've got that little part all by yourself, right? He will reign forever. Remember that. We're going to do it later. Mm-hmm. It's in the key of C. Can you see? 
Smiles. I got to move faster because Jay wasted so much of my time. <laughs> smiles. It's not just amplification; it's smiles. And I just have a couple, a couple points. The first one is when we're here to praise, when we're here to celebrate what m- makes us saved individuals. Then why do we always, sometimes, not always, why do we sometimes look so dour? Why do we look so serious? I've been saying this about the song leaders in particular, but it's not just the song leaders. It's the rest of you out there. We're here for a reason, and it's not a sad reason necessarily. It's a happy reason. So we have to remind ourselves of that sometimes, but I would argue that a good song is hard to frown through. A praise song is difficult to frown through. Second, participation is fun. As a church body, we do only a few things truly together. We eat together a lot, and that's good. That's fun. We sing together. That's fun. We do pray together, but there's one person usually praying, and the rest of us are joining in silence. So we only have a few things that we're doing really together. This is one of them, and participation is fun. Finally, joy is contagious. You know, mean-spiritedness can be contagious too, but joy is contagious. Let's stand for another one of the new songs. Ladies, you get to start off. This is an E flat. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Let it rise. Let the songs of
So that was it. You know, megaphones and smiles. I thought, wow, I'm a, I'm a semi-genius at three in the morning. But you don't know what happened. I looked at that note and I realized that at three in the morning, I, my brain was jumbled and I couldn't write very well on my tiny little iPhone. And when I looked closer, I hadn't been thinking about megaphones and smiles. I turned it into a perfectly good lesson. But what I had really meant to write was the following. Oh, I had two more points. I was just going to fly through these. Learning how to sing better is low cost. We can do it with very little investment, and it's got a high return. And then finally, we can empower the mentors in our audience. Remember I said, those of you who know it, lend, lend a help to those of us who don't. I sat right in front of a bass, and I was thinking, man, he's good. He's going to mentor and help lead, if I can use that term, all the other men around him so that they can learn how to praise Lord better. You don't have to be up here with a microphone to lead or mentor someone. You can do it from anywhere you're sitting. Now, back to my point. Megaphones and smiles, that's not what I had intended to write. What I'd intended to write was metaphors and similes. Now, if you guys don't know what metaphors and similes are, Google it later. But a metaphor really is when we use one object to describe or illustrate something else. And the Bible is filled with metaphors. They're filled with beautiful ones. And in fact, metaphors that we use in our, in our worship, right? One is... The Lord is our shepherd. Psalm 23. The Lord is our shepherd and we're his sheep. That's a metaphor. Another one is in John 6 when Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. I'm the bread of life. And if you take my, you'll, you'll not just live for the next meal, you will live forever. And then, of course, we are the clay and you are the potter. There's a beautiful song about that. We're going to just do one verse because I'm running out of time. But have thine own way, Lord. It's also an E-flat. Dozens more songs that have metaphors and similes. But I want to use this next couple minutes to use the music that we sing together as a metaphor and a simile for our body together in Christ. We sing all sorts of songs. We sing the beautiful songs that we've known, some of us have known for since we were growing up, like that last one. It's one of my favorite songs. I, I probably heard that song when I wasn't born yet in the womb. 
and it's still just as good as it was today, as it was then, it is today. And we're learning new songs, and they, those can become favorites for, for us as old folks, but they can become favorites for the next generation. We have to keep renewing. We have to keep renewing. We have to be balanced. But here's some metaphors I want, us to, I want to propose to you. The first is when we sing in unison, when we sing in unison, I want you to think of that as a metaphor for we are one. We are one in the body. We're not one. We're not united by European hymn writers of the 17th, 18th, and 19th century. We are one in Christ. But when we sing in unison, when we're all singing the same notes together, I want us to think about that. Wow, we are one. I was going to sing, have us sing a song in unison right here, but I'm going to run out of time. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. And we pray that our unity will one day be restored. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. We We sing in harmony. When we sing in harmony, which is most of the time, here's the metaphor I want us to think of. That we are diverse. We are diverse. Just met Kenneth and his wife and his beautiful children. Second week here from Nigeria. This is a diverse crowd. We're diverse, but we are in tune with each other. We've all seen diversity that doesn't work, that breaks down, that becomes a cacophony. But when you're diverse, but you're in tune with each other because you're united, it's a beautiful Harmony. Let's sing a song in harmony. Stand up with me, please. Listen to the harmony as we sing this together. Standing on this mountain top, looking just how far we've come, knowing that for every step you were with us, kneeling on this battleground. Seeing just how much you've done, knowing that victory was your power in us. Scars and struggles on the way, but with joy our heart can say, yes, our heart can say, never once did we never alone, never once did we 
All right, we've done singing in unison. We've done singing in harmony. How about counterpoint? Does everybody know what counterpoint is? Counterpoint is when seemingly everyone's singing something different, and yet when we put it together, it seems to work. That's what counterpoint is. And when we're singing in counterpoint, which is a little less often, I want us to think we can't all do the same thing. We're diverse, and we must go off and do what we're strong at, and we have to rely on others to do what they're strong at as well. I've got a song for this one. We don't have to stand up. And do, do people know this song? This is counterpoint. Should, I'm out of time, but can, I, can we sing it? All right, let's do it then. I got permission from the audience. I hear an amen? amen? All right, we got one more. Call and response. We don't do call and response very often, not in the churches of Christ. But that's when one part sings something and the other ones respond to it. Sometimes it's a soloist, sometimes it's just parts. But when you hear call and response, I want you to remember, as a church body, we listen. We're not always the one talking. We listen, and then we respond. We listen to the needs of the world. We listen to the needs of each other. We need to be good listeners. And then we respond. Here's one more song. We're going to do it. You can write. You know, I'm leaving later this afternoon, and you can say goodbye forever. <laughs> Please stand with me. Men, are you ready to lead this? <clears throat> it's in the key of G. We practiced this last night, and the men were rocking. Ready? Hear the holy roar of God brings out.
cans. Just stay standing. We're almost finished. Thank you for being so patient with me. Thank you for putting up with the extra five minutes. Metaphors and similes. Ephesians 2, 19 and 22. We've already had it read to us. But it's maybe one of the most important metaphor scriptures that we can remember. Particularly for a church body like ours that is so diverse. When we are no longer foreigners and strangers. There's so many in this room here who aren't Canadians. Or we're not Canadians yet. But when we're in this room, we are common citizens. You're no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God. And Christ Jesus himself is the cornerstone. That's the reason we're here. That's the reason we're learning new songs. So as the song of invitation, if you will, we're going to sing a song about Christ, our cornerstone, and how he's all to us. That's why we're here, because of that cornerstone. If any of you feel that you need to have the assistance of this church, the prayers of this church, there's elders here who will, who will uh, listen to you, feel free to come forward now or at any time, any time. We want to be a church here and anywhere else across Canada that is here for our people. This is the last song, folks. Say amen. Precious cornerstone, short foundation, you are Please.